Hi, thank you for joining us. Today we have a very exciting show about true grit and fight. And some of us have been through a lot of challenges. And well, I believe that the reason we some of us have more difficult challenges is because God knows we're stronger. And of course, he only gives us what we can handle. So we'll start with a little prayer as we always do. Come Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle on them the fire of your love. Send forth your spirit and they shall be created and you will renew the face of the earth. O oh God, you taught the hearts of the faithful by the light of the Holy Spirit. Grant that by the gift of the same spirit we may be truly wise and always rejoice in his consolation. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. I need the Holy Spirit always. So, the the show will start any minute now with a song. Beautiful day out uh, today, sunny, like it usually is in Miami. Very blessed, and uh, so just another blessed day every day that we wake up every day and thank god for our heroes and thank you thank them for their service always let them know we need them situations, domestic violence, addictions, poverty, and even sexual abuse by your loved ones. Welcome Amy Cabo and The Cure. Good afternoon and welcome to The Cure Radio Show. I'm your host Amy Cabo with my amazing partner. Why well, I'm so amazing? Because God lives. <laughs> He's so good. Yes, yes. Our show is available live on your radio, also live through our app, The Cure, for any smartphone, throughout social media, and our website, GodIsTheCure.com. We broadcast live from Miami through satellite, available on traditional radio, and on Sirius XM, channel 131, the following day at 5 p.m. Eastern, 
Also, after the show, any podcast player. And just so we know, we are reaching now 5 million people monthly alone in Facebook. And so through all the social media, all our followers, thank you very much. And mostly, thank God, uh, he made it possible. This show was created to expose the truth, educate, and provide comfort. We provide testimonials to let people know that we are not alone. And in this show, the testimony started with me and continues. We also have experts and inspirational speakers that can help. God was my only cure when everything else failed, hence the cure that in this show at least we can be there for each other. Life will be challenging, but at least know this, there is a God. He loves us dearly. He's our Father. He's omnipotent, and He's everywhere, and He wants our best, so there's always hope. That awesome song was unwritten by Natasha Benenfield. And you know, guys, our lives are unwritten. It's never over. As long as we're alive, we can make things right. And it's never too late and we're never too far. He is a God of justice. That is why terms like karma exist. Fear of him, the beginning of wisdom. So sinning, resist. Which parent doesn't discipline to correct in charity? How is attorney secured, safe from disparity? Raised as a child in loving kindness, so not to lose our fight. Endearing to him, instantly a task, never out of sight. He found hope found in God, the truth and all that is right. Nurtured by his word and immersed in his light. Author and creator, now is at work, futures yet to be written. God is possibility, no one knows miracles unwritten only you let god in that is that is when our life begins mm-hmm. begin regardless the battle with christ it's a win let nothing hold us back harmony closer than we think we were planned to be afloat not meant to sink pain gone in a blink trial churning new meaning from old ways weaning brings healing Today we will be talking about True Grit, Fight and Perseverance with our special guest, Annalyn Brazel-Stool. Annalyn from the Philippines, a U.S. Navy vet, a rape survivor, was able to overcome abusive relationships, extremely challenging family situations, and homelessness. Annalyn Braza is thriving now. She is the owner of WebKitty, a web design, branding, and consulting agency. Annalyn, welcome to The Cure. Blessed to have you with us. Amy, thank you so much for having me. I'm really grateful to be here and being able to be a part of this and to share my story of uh, perseverance. The honor is ours. Thank you. Annalyn, tell us a little bit about your journey. 
So my journey's been really long. It was very unexpected, I feel. I was born in the Philippines in 1982, and my mom married a Air Force man. So we ended up moving to the United States, and I grew up in Virginia for about 20, 20 to 30 years. And with, I guess at the time, it was a very, very great time. You know, I grew up in a good family home. We weren't exactly like rich. We weren't exactly poor. We were kind of in the middle. We moved around a lot. Oh yeah, we, we did a lot of moving. And it was really tough for me because I wanted to make friends wherever I moved. So yes. it was really hard to keep those friends that I had um, involved in my life. So with my journey, it was it was it was beautiful at first. You know, it was it was with the family. We went camping. We did all the things that normal families would do. And I grew up in a really good home, although there were some. I wouldn't say domestic issues in the household, but more verbally domestic issues in the household. Yes, I was emotional, kid, emotional abuse, more or less. So I was basically the type of kid that whenever something happens, people are screaming, I would just run away. I would just leave the situation and go and maybe knock at my friend's door and ask for them to come out and play. So I was... I lived in a time where there were no phones, there were no pagers, there was just nothing. You know, you had to be home um, when the lights in the in the streets could turn on. So that was like our curfew. Yes. And so I really miss those types of times because it just kind of brings you back to kind of like the roots of you know how we lived as a community. And um, so. It brought me here. I was brought here from the, you know, uh, into the U.S. and I didn't know English, so I had to stay back a grade. So I didn't really uh, graduate till I was like 19, almost 20. So I went to school like a normal kid did. I didn't have very many friends. I was always to myself all the time. It's a little bit different now, but it's, it's almost like it swapped. Um, and I wanted to learn some more. So after I learned English and I got into the school system, I just wanted to learn. I just wanted and, to continue to learn. I didn't want to What brought you to the Navy? What, what was that, that pivotal time that you said, I want to go and defend the country? Well, my dad was in the Air Force. I really loved how he was in uniform. Like, you know, he was always looked up to. And I felt like I could be like that. You know, and, and he was he was definitely my role model for the military. So in high school, I joined ROTC. So I was in ROTC for for about two years. Which, um, if I joined once I joined the military straight out of high school, I was skipping two, um, I guess, rates or whatever. So I would go in as instead of an E one, I'd go in as an E two because I studied, you know, ROTC for the Navy for two years in, in high school. So they gave me that credit. And when I went to boot camp, it was right before 9-11. I actually was in boot camp during 9-11 uh, when we were doing our swim qualifications. And boot camp to me was a breeze. It was like taking PE class classes every day. But so, the, so your first challenges in life were, you know, your disruptive, dysfunctional family, which most of us have, by the way. And so at what point did you face your, your first 
the obstacle that, that came about besides what you were born into? <laughs> yeah, um, uh, yeah, uh, true. And um, so when I went into the military, you know, I felt right. It just like, it felt like the right thing to do for me. In the military is when I met my first husband. Um, and then um, I had my kid after I was stationed in Japan. I was stationed in Japan, I found out I was pregnant, and then I ended up in San Diego. It was when I returned home from San Diego back to Norfolk, Virginia, which was closer to my family, um, after I had my second son, was when all of the hardships and struggles just started to happen. Not only was I not having a great relationship with my husband at the time, but I was struggling through his, um, you know, verbal abuse. Mm. He was very, very, um, he had no self-esteem. He was always, um, he was always jealous about everything. So when I go to work and I come home late, he's always questioning me and asking questions. Well, there's and a very interesting correlation between coming from a dysfunctional family, which I do, which we'll share when we come back from this, um, break and it, it's very you know that of how sometimes when we come from abusive situations if we don't become them we tend to choose them my choice for my first choice wasn't the best either okay and we'll continue talking more about perseverance and uh, we have our guest Annalyn Brasa we'll be right back Welcome back, and thanks for tuning in. Remember, you can listen to our radio show live through our app, The Cure, with Amy Cabo, or as a podcast. Look for God is the Cure on any podcast platform. And that was What Am I by Why Don't We. Not the other way around, like what I thank you. <laughs> it's a little confusing, but yeah. that's what it is. 
what am I? The good Lord should consider someone like me. Beyond dreams, what Jesus has done has set us free. We own up to his eternal glory one sweet day. Refuge and fortress, grace is underway. Falling deeper as we get to know our loving God and King. Recreates new horizons, giving us new songs to sing. Souls faint for his presence. All we want to know is how we can please him and never let go. Lacking nothing, his holiness is comfort dwelling within. Through trouble God delivers, as it has always been. Hearts don't fear for what may come rising above. Wings of mercy he gives by glorious love. Taste his goodness, wait for him, faith to get through. Set apart when loving Jesus, he makes us new. Rejoice his ways, endures trials together. Rain or shine, storms we weather. We will continue talking about perseverance with our special guest, Annalyn Brazha Stuhl. In Romans 5, 3, 4, it says, Not only, but we also glory in our sufferings, but we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character and character hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. Who has given he has given to us so before we went into break I wanted to share that a personal story I came from a dysfunctional family and sometimes we learn from them sometimes we're the opposite but we don't make the best decisions as a result either way um, and so my best decision wasn't the best one either um, and so that's what happened basically with Annalyn and Ellen I, I suppose that was your first obstacle to uh, that abusive relationship and I don't know if what was the outcome of that so I was very unfamiliar with being in that kind of experience in that kind of conflict so the first thing that I do is I would run away from it. And when I can't run away from it, it's like my reaction, you know, is what, what creates it. So because of that abusive relationship I had, it followed me wherever I went. At work, I thought about it, you know, and no matter where I go. So when I'm out with friends, and we go clubbing or we we'll go drinking and stuff and and my emotions come out and then it just became a part of me that i felt like i had sort of sort of like a mental issue with with coping with those kinds of conflicts and and i wouldn't say it was my fault that everything happened the way it did but when it did and i had those traumas and i was attacked and I was, um, I was drugged and, you know, I got really drunk and, and, and I was taken advantage of. How I responded to that did not hit me until not even like two days after, after the event happened. Um, and this was with, with people that I trusted, the military, people that I worked with every day. So yeah. because of that, now I'm afraid. 
Yeah, I mean, what what do you consider? Because I know that you went through many things, and it was one thing after the other, and problems just continued. And what was the biggest obstacle that you overcame in your life or career? I mean, after I, I believe you were you were actually raped, and it's happened to me. And you make the wrong decisions, you trust too easily. It's just part of coming from a dysfunctional family. It goes hand in hand. You just don't have a great respect for yourself and you just put yourself out there in situations where you don't realize yet you haven't learned to recognize the dangers and so yeah they do drug you and they do get you drunk and they do rape you and you know they, they just somehow know this is somebody that especially that is would be naive in those ways because they their defense systems are down since they were defenseless as a kid yes and and it was you know it was interesting that everything just piled on top of it from you know my divorce that i had like there was no one i can turn to and it was like a hopeless situation for like five to six years not only did i have to get a divorce number two i lost custody of my children and you were homeless right Situation. Yeah, it just piled well, but, on top. Yeah, because on top of I'm sure that when you were raped, you became depressed, and then not having your support system for your husband and and the father. And if you had no one to turn to, you were an orphan. You had no family. I I understand that. I was there too. Um, and I, I don't know what your definition of homeless was, but. It, for me, it was going from home to home, not knowing where you'd sleep late next. Yeah, so the next thing that happened was I've always questioned myself, like, why is this happening to me? I would ask God and I'd pray to him and I'd tell him, you know, is there something I can do? You know, how, do, how can I redeem myself? How can I get out of this situation? And that was when I met my second husband. So... Look at that, it he came through. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, and that was after, actually that was after I ended up drifting, you know, for, for about five years I was just drifting. I was in my mind all the time. I couldn't make it to work on time. I was always oversleeping. And then one day it's like I snapped. I ran away from the military. I took my car, I drove around, and I ended up in LA, and that's where I became homeless, slept out of my car after my car broke down, and for a whole year, stayed in a place that I was always in danger. At the time, I didn't feel like I was in danger, but just looking back on it, I was like, wow, all of the people that I met, all of the people I had conversations with, that I had experiences with since I was homeless. It, I saw a little bit of both the good and the bad out of it. You know, I saw where God was kind of guiding me. Like I was meeting certain people where I had deep conversations, where I found insight, where I got, you know, I learned some lessons from it. And then there were situations that I had to take action because I was in danger, you know, and, and I had to get myself out of there. And I felt like the whole time that I was being taught a lesson, like there was lessons in each and every situation in each person that I've met. And God like, never left your side. Never. Mm -hmm. Even through the so, darkest moments. Exactly. 
And the one thing that really got me out of it was I met a woman who lived off the streets. She was homeless. She had only a cart full of um, blankets and just things that she needed. And she was happy. And I asked her, I said, I said, ma'am, why are you so happy? You live out in the streets. There's no roof over your head. You have to beg for food, you know, but you seem to be very content. And she was like, you know what, young lady? Happiness comes from within. And it gave me an insight. It was like, I was like, oh my gosh, this lady has nothing. She has no one. And yet she still remains to be content. Maybe it was an angel. <laughs> you know, I, I do. So. We, we are among angels. <laughs> we sometimes don't know who they are. Um, but yeah, I believe there's angels here on earth. Um, at least God sent her your way. And, and that's what it is to know God is, is you find that happiness within is your, your whole outlook changes. You learn to fight. You learn to fight no matter what. And you learn to love yourself. Not just being the service of others, but also be there for yourself. What does perseverance mean to you? We'll talk about that when we return after this short break. Yes, we'll be right back and we'll continue talking about perseverance with our guest, Annalyn Brasso. Just stay with us. We'll be. Okay, we're back on. <laughs> to crap. Welcome back, and thanks for being with us. 
Remember, we're live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern on your radio, on our app, The Cure, and the podcast, The Cure. Also, a website, GodIsTheCure.com. And that awesome song was You Raise Me Up by Josh Groban and Caleb. And isn't it so that God always raises us, no matter what, in his good time? Watch actions when gentle and calm, the Holy Spirit is within. He works with full trust in God and plenty love therein. Think heaven, actions kind and soft, all we touch. Try our best, loving God doesn't take much. If we believe, he will not let us down, but taken by surprise. Having no clue at times how God can be so very nice. With him it's better, goes well and turns okay. Get by in faith and not ceasing to pray. Admire, visualize God's beauty when we meditate. Don't hesitate, the world with him we can create. Blessed to have a God we are able to reach. Imagine growth and what we beseech. Sometimes unknown how he works tribulations for good. Lifted throughout storms like no one has or could. Still, in the confidence his love installs in me, stand tall, standing tall to his yoke, light as can be. We will continue talking about. Wow, that was a nice poem. By the way, these are poems originally written by Amy here. Yeah. We are talking about perseverance, by the way, and having with our guest, Anna Lynn, beautiful name, Baraza Stowell. James 1 2, and I'm sure you've heard this before. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete not lacking anything so yeah now when i'm suffering or if i have trials i'm happy about it because it does some good whether i know it or not or however god decides i'm glad it does good and then what does perseverance mean to you perseverance to me is like taking a step back and looking at the situation before responding you know before reacting to it and I believe it's more of something that we can learn to understand within ourselves. Because to me, um, when it comes to perseverance, it's like, even though your wings are broken, you could still fly. And what I mean by that is that, especially in my situation, it's like, you can sit there and you could sit in your sorrow and you could you know, think about all the things that, that you can't do and all the things that are, that, that makes you useless or hopeless, or you can challenge it and tell yourself, you know what, this has happened to me and that's okay, but it's just going to make me stronger. So you just have to kind of shift it, you know, you just kind of have to see it as a lesson in each experience whether it's a good experience or bad experience, is always going to be a lesson. Um, so I always mention to everyone, I was like, you know what, every day is always going to be a new experience. 
So take it as a lesson, take it as a blessing, and who knows, those lessons may be blessings for you in the future. Yeah, and to trust God and know that He will pull you through and know that if He allows it, there's something better that's going to come from it because His will is perfect. And so you just do your part and God will pick up the rest. Wherever you fall short, He'll fill in, trust me. And He does it better than anyone can. And so what kept you going when it was really tough? Uh when it was really, really tough, the only thing I could think about was my kids. So it was, <laughs> it was, you know, it was just the most, most important thing to me because there's your like, biggest blessing. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. God's gift. So when I when things get tough, I always think about them. And I was like, what would they want me to do as their mom? You know, it's like oh, asking what would Jesus do? What would God do? You know, if you just ask. So in a situation where it's the hardest, the most, I just ask. And sometimes it comes to me in thoughts or it comes to me in actions or it comes to me in experiences. You know, maybe the situation, maybe God sends someone to me to give me a sign and that lady was my sign. So after that happened, I, uh, you know, I sat at the corner of that gas station and I was like, you know, I'm gonna get some food. So I begged for five bucks, you know, it's all I was asking for. And the first thing that came to my mind was I looked up across the street and there was a casino there. And normally, you know, that wouldn't be the first thing you should be doing with a $5 bill, <laughs> just to put it in a machine. But for some reason, I just felt like those actions that I was taking, the decision I was making right now, I was felt the need to put that, you know, the $3 I had, because I bought a bottle of water, into that machine. So I put it into the machine, I played like a 25 cent poker, clicked the draw three times and $500. I won $500 out of that machine, which yes. gave me a ride on a bus back home to Virginia to face my demons, to turn myself into the military. Wow. And to, to face whatever I had to face there, you know. So I took all of the parenting classes. I took therapy. I helped myself get myself back on my feet. And so I your, see my kids again. And you got your kids back, I mean, because you then became the parent to them that you would have wanted for yourself. It's, it's what you exactly. did. Mm -hmm. And I can relate to that. And so... That's, that's what God wants from us, to be the best that we can be to others, especially our children. Those are his angels. Now, you know, now my kids are doing well. They, I've never been that lucky in the casino, by the way. I just lose $20, I get frustrated and leave. <laughs> I never win anything. <laughs> Sometimes so that, that was God's blessing. That was, well, it's God's hand. He knew that's what you needed to get to where you needed to go to do what you needed to do. Mm -hmm. And that's just how amazing our God is, that when he knows you're in a rut and you really need his help and you're willing to straighten out your life, he'll be there for you. As Not like he hasn't been there for you when you were in a rut or when you did the wrong decisions mm -hmm. or when you made mistakes. Sure, he was guiding you back gently, slowly, 
giving you little hints here and there and giving you little lessons to learn and making sure you were okay because looking back in my life so many more bad things could have happened and so could have been so much worse and so many things he protects us from we don't even realize so but eventually yeah and but eventually we do heal from trauma no matter what traumas we've been through and we do learn to cope with god's help which we'll talk about when we return from break yeah we'll be right back just stay with us we'll be right back after a short break Thanks for tuning in. We're live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern on your radio, on our app, The Cure, and on social media. Look for God is the Cure. That was a new song, See Me Through It, by Brandon Heath. And so, this is the message I receive. Life can be difficult and hurt, feeling there's no way out. Missions long until knowing he will, without a doubt. Before time began, chosen in love by his hands, weakness perfected to his commands. Know he gets us through as he has done, times as, as has been done times before. No matter what, he lives and nice to need him more. Makes us right and sometimes superhuman too. To be under his wings, fighting for you. Confidence is humility, eternal trust as we see God's face, and willing to do what it takes to be in his grace. Minds not as his, and much eager to share with who, who loves and shows they care. God is the truth, and much we never knew we ever could. Like Christ to each other, feel the peace we should. Sad to feel unloved, don't believe Satan's lie. If it didn't matter, did he have to die? The best example of ever of perseverance is none other than our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. In Hebrews 12, 1-3, we read, Therefore, 
We also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking on to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God, for consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself, that you become weary and discouraged in your souls. And we're, we will continue talking about perseverance with our guest, Annalyn Brazil. Matthew twelve thirteen says, But the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. Annalyn if if people were going through similar situations, I mean, what would you tell them? What kind of part does faith play in overcoming obstacles? Um, and how you can integrate your learning lessons into your personal life and career. Oh, we lost the audio for some reason. Oh, there with, we go. Uh, You're back. That was me. <laughs> with, uh, with perseverance, I feel like uh, the message for that and how you know how to integrate that into your life is that it's okay to fail. It's okay to to make a mistake because we all we're all learning. We're always learning, and you know just like God is teaching us through the experiences that we have with other people and the experiences that are given to us in every moment each day that we have experienced it, that we wake up in the morning and experience it there's always a lesson in that and we are not considered perfect whatsoever we are not perfect human beings we do make mistakes but that's okay because we learn from it and that's what's important so it's okay to fail. If you start a business and you fail at it for the first year, just take a step back and look at it and be like, you know, what did I learn from this? And how can I do it yeah. better? Yeah, just do don't give up. Yeah. Just persistence pace. And if you're challenged or you're suffering, I, I like to think it's, 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 we're loved that God is willing to work with us. <laughs> if we have it too easy, I wonder. And um, yeah, so it's, it's you know, and, and all you do is ask. Ask for support, you know. God's always there, he provides. You know, I tell myself all the time, God's gonna provide whenever something is not happening the way you want it to. I was like, you know what? I should just let it go because God's gonna provide it, you know. It's kind of like believe he will and he will. Even if he doesn't the way that you expect, he does it even better. But you have to believe he will. The faith has to be there. I mean, why would he if you didn't believe he would? And so you got to believe. You got to believe. And no matter what, oh, God will help me. Oh, God's going to provide. Oh, God knows about it. God's got me. Oh, God's got this covered. Oh, God will protect my child. God will heal us. God will heal whoever needs healing. In God's good time, I must have patience. And so if it doesn't happen right away and it doesn't happen now you'd like, don't worry. He's still on it. He's always working it, whether you know it or not. 
Exactly. And, you know, so now I just kind of let things flow, you know, let things flow into my experience because, you know, I, I, I believe in divine timing. You know, I believe that if I'm ready for a certain thing or if I'm ready to, to expand, if I'm ready to move into this relationship, God knows when I'm ready. And when, when that time comes, it happens. And I've, I've experienced it multiple times. And, you know, did, did he say that to follow me, you have to take up the cross? I mean, God's life was mostly suffering, so what makes us so special? And so if, if we need to take up the cross, we, we can't really expect an easy life. And if we have a relationship with God and we have faith and he's given us gifts, should we not expect to experience evil? Of course we're going to. Of course we're going to go through trials. Of course we're going to go through challenges. And here's the thing, it unites us to Christ that we can relate because Christ suffers too. And so when we suffer, we suffer with him just the same way that he does with us. He suffers with us. And so it's that symbiotic relationship of I, you just get closer to him, even if it's just because you're needing him more and you're praying more. And as a result, you're discovering him more. Or at least you're praying with more heart. <laughs> when you suffer, then when things are going well. So there's that good in it. So if you are going through similar experiences, what approach and teaching would you have for the youth? Maybe that they, you know, how now this generation, that's why they say um, today's dog breed is stubborn. Well, so are kids. And the problem is, is that we're, we're not giving them structure and we're not really letting them suffer consequences. And we're really sheltering them and we're, we're not correcting out of charity because we'd rather t be the friend and the cool parent and take the easy way out. And so what happens when they're headed with a trauma where the world isn't as kind? I think, I think the best way that we can um, help with really healing the traumas that we have is it takes time. It takes a lot of time and patience for yourself too. And uh, uh, it took a while for me, it definitely did. Because even in the, in the time where I was healing from my traumas, I was still being taught a lesson. Like there were still lessons that I needed to be taught. And it doesn't happen one after the other. Sometimes it overlaps and it's, it's you know, it, and, and it's like testing me, you know? I'm always challenged and, every day. Yeah, and to, and to surround yourself with people that will lift you with people that add to your life, not take away. Um, it, the Holy Spirit can help us with that. We just have to make the right decision. It may seem more cool to be around the bad kids, but it's more helpful to be around the better behaved kids. <laughs> At least it does make you humble though. It does help. And you know, we need that too. So all what God wants, whatever is his will. And so, with faith, you overcame. And Annalise, we, we've uh, reached the end of the show. Yeah, and did. it's been wonderful having you. Thank you so much for your insight and sharing your story with us. Because many of us, we have different stages. And we're still going through things. And it helps to know that other people have come through. And so, thank you for you. Thank you so much. I'm really grateful to be here. 
And so we will finish with John Paul's second prayer for perseverance. Oh, is that the, the Pope? Yep. That became a saint? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love him. Teach us, we ask you, humility of heart, so we may be counted among the little ones of the gospel, to whom the Father promised to reveal the mysteries of his kingdom. Help us to pray without ceasing. Oh, that's in my poem. Certain that God knows what we need even before we ask him. Obtain for us the eyes of faith that will be able to recognize right away in the poor and suffering the face of Jesus. Sustain us in the hour of the combat and of the trial, and if we fall, make us experience the joy of the sacrament of forgiveness. Grant us your tender devotion to Mary, the mother of Jesus, and our mother. Amen. Oh, by the way, he was uh, um, actually, this prayer is um, uh, asking for the help of Padre Pio as well. Yes. Thank you to the wonderful people that work with us and for having us on air. Please check out Robbie Dilmer's shows. Awesome guy that has a show before me. He's really funny. He's a good friend. He has great guests. He's also Kingdom Pursuit, by the way. He does two shows. This is Amy Cabo. You have been listening to The Cure. Please check our podcast, The Cure with Amy Cabo, wherever podcasts are. And thank you for being with us. And it froze. (laughs) (laughs) My script froze. So uh, I guess until next Saturday, guys, thank you for being with us. And until next Saturday, much love. Be kind to each other. Keep the faith. Um, Stick to your values. Stay strong. Don't lose hope. Know that God is around. And as long as you keep him near, we can't go wrong. So, just pray. And peace to you all. Bye.